0: Welcome to C3 Church Tugra. You're about to hear a message from our senior pastor, Julie Oldfield. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. new season, as you prophetically declare it over your life, over your family, over your children, over your finances, over your spiritual life, over your physical health, amen, in Jesus' name, let's declare it and prophetically shake something. Thank you, Lord. Come on, let's lift him up. Let's lift him up. So, Father, we ask right now, put your hands on your belly. And we say, Lord, 2014, put a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control, because I want more of you, God. I want more of you. Amen. Come on. Set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain and I can't control. I want more of you, God. Amen. You know, the Bible says that God sits in heaven. And he laughs. It says he looks down from heaven and he looks at man. Can you imagine what we look like to God? All us little ants running around here thinking that we know what's going on. But actually we don't. And the Bible says he laughs. And I don't think he laughs at us. I don't think he's pointing his point because saying, look at those idiots. I think he just laughs because he knows he's got it all worked out anyway. <laughs> He laughs because we worry and he doesn't, he's saying you don't need to worry. Look at the fields. Look at the sparrows. I feed them, don't I? What do you have to worry about? Right now, why don't we just give all our worries to God? We give you all our troubles, God. Give him all those kids you worried about. Give him those grandkids you worried about. Give him that husband you worried about, that wife. Give him your finances. Give him your ministry him that job, give him that mission trip, give it to him. We just give you all our worries God. We ask you that you would lift them off. We ask that you would send angels right now into this room to lift the weight off of us in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Now I want you to feel it lifting off you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Feel it lifting. church this evening. I'm sorry, I got a little excited. If you're down there, you stay there. And if you've never been in a church service like this before, and this is odd, okay, it's odd. Okay, that's okay. The Bible says that we are a peculiar people, and I am the most peculiar of all of them, I would say. God made me strange. And it gives people strange gifts, like prophetic gifts, where they feel and they sense and they can hear heaven and they can see heaven and they can, and they can speak on behalf of God, bring messages to man. I love that. I think that is so beautiful. Why would you want to go to church that doesn't speak with God? Why would you want to go to a place where God doesn't speak to man? He died. Jesus died so that we could have relationships we're God. And you know that God knows every heartbeat. He knows everything about you. He wants desperately to speak to you. And tonight I've been praying that he'll speak to a few people. Is that good? And so, you know, if if you feel that that's a little strange, that's okay. Just hear the heart of God and just say, oh, that's just daddy speaking to his kids. That's okay. Is that good? Why don't you say hello to two or three people and just take your seat and have a breather. Because it's like a whirlwind hitting this place tonight. Amen. Let's ask God for an encounter with the living God in 2014. Let this be a year. I, I read, I often like to look up and say, what are people saying? What are the prophets saying about this year? I like to read what the prophets across the world are saying. And there's a crazy prophet named Bob Jones, who is, you know, like a John the Baptist out there. And he is actually quite accurate. He's actually prophesied to presidents of the United States and so forth. He's pretty accurate. And he said that 2014, there's going to come a fresh baptism of fire to the church like we have never seen. He says that it will be greater than Pentecost and even greater than the Azusa Street Revival. He said it'll be similar to the Azusa Street Revival, but it'll be worldwide. It's going to sweep right across the earth, and he saw whole churches on fire with the fire of God burning and blazing in people's hearts. So as we sing this, let's believe that that's going to happen in 2014, that the fire of God is going to consume us as a people in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, make it a prayer tonight. that 2014 for us as a Christian people for us as a body, for the body of Christ is going to be an incredible year of God's blessing, I believe 2013 was a year of the favour of the Lord and we saw that, amen but I believe that he's going to add on to that, can you turn this up a little please I believe he's going to add on to that now and he's going to add on to favour he's going to give Blessing, And I believe that it's a year of increased blessing on the people of God. It's a year of prosperity. I believe financial prosperity is going to break forth on many people. I believe that God, and I said it this morning, I believe that God is going to show off. He's going to show off to His people. And people, just bring it down a bit. You know, Moses, God said, you know, who, who should I say has sent me in? He says, we cannot go from this place, Moses said, unless your presence goes with us. or how will the peoples on the earth know that we are any different to them unless your presence goes with us? And I believe that there's going to come in this year, 2014, a real distinction between darkness and light, between the people of God and the people that are not the people of God. Where people were just prospering before, they're going to find it difficult to prosper without God. And I believe where the people of God were finding it difficult to prosper, that they are going to prosper. And that people, it's like in the scriptures where it says in Isaiah chapter 60, it says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen on you see darkness is over the peoples of the earth the deep darkness covers the peoples of the earth but the Lord will rise on you and his glory shall be seen in you and I and it says kings shall come to the brightness of your dawn and I truly believe that this year read Isaiah chapter 60 and know that God started in 2013 fulfilling this scripture because it's a prophetic scripture that is unfolding before our eyes it has not been fulfilled Isaiah 60 has not been fulfilled on earth yet. We are the people that are going to see it. And last year he started to unfold that. I believe there's a fulfilling and a a further unfolding of Isaiah chapter 60. As a people of God, you need to read it, you need to study it, you need to meditate on it. And God's going to show you things, not just for us as a body, but things individually for you. That God is going to prosper us, that he's going to give us favour, and that people are going to see that God is with us. Amen? It won't be like, oh, you're that Christian, but you're broke and sick and, you know. It's going to be like, wow, look at you. I want what you have. And I want to tell you this. He's going to pour out his love. And it's for so long, the church, people have been afraid to go to the church because the church has been a place where they believe they would be judged. And when we had... The little girls in here on um, our Christmas service, our Christmas dinner, and we had, I think, 20 girls here from the Dale College where uh, this is a place that we support financially and, and we support these girls who fall pregnant and they can't continue their schooling at 14, 15, 16 years old, up to 20. And so um, they. this is Dale College is a school where they can actually go to school and they continue to study while they're pregnant. They can have their babies, and then there's a crèche there to look after their babies, and then they can finish their high, edu- high school education and go into university. And so we provide that for these girls. Well, we had 20 of them here on our Christmas party, and after afterwards we gave them gifts, we gave them hampers, we spoiled them, we gave them presents, and we didn't ask anything in return. We didn't say, if you want this, then you have to, you know. And a couple of them came to us and said, can you come up because we want to thank you and I went up to this table of girls and they're all genuinely saying we don't know how to thank you we don't know how to thank you because we didn't think the church would look at us like this we didn't think they'd let us in the door like they were basically saying we thought that you would judge us but you didn't, not only did you not judge us you've lavished us with gifts you've lavished us with love And one girl said to me, I want to come back to this place because I feel like I can walk in here. I feel like I'm welcome. You know, love, it's love, it's love, it's love, it's love. And what was the other thing she said? It was so profound. She said one more thing to me. Do you remember? I want to come back This is love. Oh, and she said to me, everywhere I go, even by other people, she means non-church people, I feel judged, but I don't feel judged by you or the people here. And I said to her, of course we're not judging you. You could have aborted your baby, but you were brave enough to have your baby and continue going to school. We're applauding you. You know what I mean? And she just goes all mushy and starts crying on me. It's like no one's ever spoken to me like that. That's how God wants to speak to people. And, you know, we can say we want the fire of God. We We want the power of God. We want to see miracles. I've been in the church long enough to hear that over and over and over again. But the Bible clearly says without love, we're nothing. Without love, we're just that noisy clanging gong. People's bodies can get healed and we can see miracles and we can stand before Jesus. And He said, depart from me, I never knew you. Why would He say that? Oh, Lord, we have, you know, we've laid hands on the sick in your name. We've cast out demons in your name. And he says, depart from me, I never knew you. Do you know that word new right there? The, the interpretation of that word in the Hebrew is the same word that he used when he said, and Adam knew Eve. He's saying to these people, depart from me, I never intimately knew you. See, he longs for intimate relationship with us and he longs for intimate relationship with them. If we can encounter him, not because we want signs and wonders and miracles, not because we want fire of God burning the church down so everybody goes, wow, not so we can put on a show and display how great we are. We want to know him so that they might know him. They might intimately know that they are loved and accepted forgiven 2014 the Lord said this to me about our church this is for our personal church here and it's Isaiah 61 and it's 16b and he says "But, but you will call your walls salvation And your gates praise. The sun will no more be your light by day, nor will the brightness of the moon shine on you, for the Lord will be your everlasting light, and your God will be your glory. Your sun will never set again, and your moon will wane no more. The Lord will be your everlasting light, and your days of sorrow will end. Then will all your people be righteous and they will possess the land forever they are they are the shoot i have planted the work of my hands for the display of my splendor the least of you will become a thousand the smallest a mighty nation i am the lord in its time i will do this swiftly and i just felt the lord say that this year we are going to see salvation. It says that our walls will be called salvation and our gates will be called praise. And I believe that the gates of this church, which previously have been hidden, I believe now through prayer and through the timing of God are being exposed in the spirit realm and the gates will be called praise because people are going to come streaming in. And our walls are going to be called salvation. We're going to see so many saved in 2014, C3 Tugra. It's going to astound us. And guess who they're going to be? They're going to be those of your own household. Yeah, the Lord said, you and your whole household will be saved. I believe that this is going to be a year where we're going to see incredible fruit. And so there's paper being handed out right now. I want you to write down the name of someone in your family that you're believing to be saved for this year. We're going to put a bucket or a basket out here and we're going to come and we're going to bring these names out as we sing this song again. And we're going to put them in this bucket of one, two, three family members, close friends that you want to see saved in 2014. Because God's saying it's a year of salvation, amen? And we're going to believe there's a real anointing on these. When you write them down, write it down with faith and see their face. Can I have one too? Because I'm going to write my... I'm not going to... Yeah. yet. Here I'm writing. Okay. All right, let's do it by faith. Let's put them in this basket. And we're going to believe the salvation. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.